Could you give me a shout out, please? Everybody follow this. Maggie, Tom, whatever. What is safe? Like, you know, oh, it's a safe neighborhood. And it's like, ah, I mean, sure, yeah. Like, you might not get shot, but your house is definitely gonna get stolen. Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh. It keep me safe out here. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. He told me that he keep me safe out here And I believe that he would keep me safe out here My friends and my loved ones are cautious Cause these streets is watching But one thing that I know is clear Jesus is the one I keep near It's so many dark alleys Everyone's suspicious Just cause he got a hoodie You don't know me and he being malicious But on the real Still, I gotta be aware of where I am And who I'm with Because I'm human Add to that a woman We got more than one thing Trying to pull us down Fighting Goliath in a sense Plus my skin is brown It's easy to focus on all the scary moments And never leave your house But you gotta own it am i ever really safe though like i think i am on the surface level sure nah but then again as a mom i got two young kids need me to hold their hands and give them hugs and tell them it'll be all right and keep them in my sight knowing that i'm down to fight at the drop of a dime if i gotta protect mine from harm with no question there's a fierce love i never knew existed in the universe and i could try to say i knew but not until i met the two little bright faces at my kitchen table that's when it dawned on me how god might feel watching us kill time watching us be great watching us be terrible watching us breathe hate watching us spread love watching us not keeping each other safe watching us not keeping each other safe safe it's such a heavy word that gets lost but really that's what everybody want incoming yeah. Yeah. interview yeah. Incoming interview. Incoming interview. Yeah, that one is is a combination of probably the last six years. Just being a woman, being a mom, all of the thoughts that swirl around in your mind that you never thought about before. Like as soon as I had my son. The first few months, I'm thinking about death a lot, and I've never thought about death a lot. So now it's like, wait, I need to know who's going to have my kids if something happens to me, or, you know, I need to be prepared for this and that. So thinking about that, thinking about my husband going out to his car to clean it off in the snow, and he has on a hoodie, and uh, one time he locked his keys in the car, and I'm nervous that someone's going to think he's breaking into the car, and he's going to call the police, and then he's going to die. Like, just all types of just thoughts that come because of, you know, circumstances, whatever. Um, so that's kind of where it came from. Just like, I can't be a slave to, is this safe? Is this not safe? Like there has to be some type of hope there where I can still live and be wise in my choices. But yeah, just the all of the thoughts that go along with that. This is Philly-based singer, songwriter and rapper, Moni L. Earlier this year, she won top prize at the respected Legacy Rap Showcase in Chicago. Right now, we're listening to tracks from her new mixtape and talking about Sunday recreation music, an all-female collective she established in 2013. Yeah. Well, you know they say glue to their phone. You text but no answer or call. But you know that they saw what you said. You feel so alone, the thoughts in your head are like bullets, they hurt, yeah, they painful. Making you think everyone wants to blame you, everyone wants to shame you. Maybe they saw your text and ignored it, that's what them voices keep saying today. Yeah, today, today, yeah, today. 
Yeah, that's what the ones keep started. saying today. Yeah, today. I yeah. Boss. That's yeah, what the ones keep saying. Don't yeah, ever make it. So, Don't yeah. ever stay on your feet. Nobody who you may meet. Nobody uh, likes yeah, you. Nobody it. loves you the way that you want them to. It's only you. That's what the voice. Over the years, my friends and I, we. We would do a lot of recording and a lot of featuring on other people's projects. And quite often it was just a bunch of girls and we're going to a studio, you know, it's always a bunch of dudes. And uh, after a while, it was just kind of like, we wish we had a safe space for women to record and have resources and not always have the potential for an awkward moment with a man because they have a resource that we need. So um, it kind of was birthed out of that, wanting there to be a spot where um, up and coming female artists can just get like support and resources without having to feel uncomfortable, you know, because every woman has a different experience with people. And, you know, you it's just, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's hard out here. Everyone enjoying the show so far, yeah? Fantastic, okay. Um, can we give a round of applause for the, for the team to put in this on? This set is like, I don't know, I've kind of coined it. So, the Mandy Tom Show say hello, hello. Um, I worked the ball retrieving. You worked it out, did you? Well done. 
it's very quick. We're recording you for our Maggie Thump Show podcast. Could you give us a shout, please? Well, hello. Lovely to uh, to have you here, and um, you'll have to send me a little tweet. Cam Cooper right here, Richmond, Virginia. Um, I'm gonna have to drive right here. Power 92 804 Source for Hip Hop and RB. Um, also, like five stages. Now, you know what I'm saying? Richmond, Virginia, such an original and raw city. And being a nigga from not, that's not from here, I can see it. Uh, I just wanna go to Richmond. Maybe marry me a Richmond. I know that. person named seven his name's not seven but it's a long story but that he's from richmond and i found out yesterday that he got married and it just was left field to me so yeah richmond is about the last conversation we had back in november or something he was telling me what to see and do in richmond when i went past it so that's what richmond's about such an impact on my life of course i liked him but he made such an impact on my life it's like wow you're like the greatest views i've ever had so that's what i'm doing my name is kenna baby i'm from maryland and i'm a bit of everything if that's that's about the best way i can describe it i don't really just sing or rap or do skits i actually do voiceover for a bear cartoon on youtube so I'm everywhere. She just wanna be alone. She don't wanna be bothered with these thoughts. She'd hoped and prayed you'd come home. And yes, she stayed lost in the parking lot. The roses bloomed under your feet, so through Donny Road she trampled and bit her neck to she tempered just to get by and by. She's a little empty, she's blown. Nothing but a weed in the sea that he's sown Dug a little deeper, she's home Was that a greeter? Is a sound that has none Look what was done She's on the run from a feeling that she can't quite but handle Says she writes words like bramble Picking predicates like a blackbird in shamble 
incoming. Enter view. The interesting thing about that song is that I really had no idea what the finished product was going to be. I mean, with the other songs, I usually basically like map out the parts on guitar and then, you know, and then I kind of layer everything and then, you know, it kind of reveals itself to me. But with this particular song, I basically had just a few riffs. And um, a lot of times when I have a song idea, I'll just record myself just kind of jamming on the parts. So I had about three parts. They're like three main parts of the song. And I was just kind of like playing them, you know, just kind of looping the parts. And I ended up keeping the form of the first time I played those parts. It's kind of weird. It's like the actual structure of the song was very spontaneous. You know, it had three simple parts, but I just, when I recorded it initially, just to kind of suss out the parts a little bit, I just kind of did it on a whim. So I didn't know like how the parts were going to connect. And I just connected them, you know, while I was recording it. It's almost as if I had like the main concept for the song, but and then I just jammed the parts out. And I took that one version of me connecting the parts and I ended up keeping that format as like a foundation. Well, my name is Naima D. Maddox. I'm from Philadelphia originally, but now I live in Brooklyn. And, um, and what I do is I make music that bridges uh, different genres together. So um, I believe that I'm a bridge builder. <laughs> and not concern myself. Unless you're hiring me for a specific project, I really reject the idea of caring what people think about the music. Like, I don't want to hear your opinion and then make it. I want to make the music. And you know what? I'm not even anti-opinion, but it's really about, like, where the opinion is coming from. And, and I'll just give an example, you know. My dad is a musician, right? And, um, and he listened to very adventurous music when I was growing up. So I was playing a gig a couple years ago, and, um, and it was funny. It wasn't even like the Vile Tyrant songs. It was like songs that I considered to be just more singer-songwriter, pop, you know, easy to grasp on the first listen. And uh, after I played, my dad, he says, you could take one of your songs and I could write like eight songs out of it because you have so many melodies. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's what I like. I like dense music. I like, you know, I don't want to get a song. 
I don't want to totally get a song on the first listen. I want to be able to listen to it over and over and over and get something new out of it, right? He actually said something like, it sounds like you're writing music to be difficult. And I kind of felt some kind of way about it. I'm like, first of all, I'm not writing music to sound confusing just for the sake of, I want people to think that I'm trying to just sound cutting edge or confusing, you know? So that kind of advice to me isn't really that useful because I'm not going to change my style based on what somebody says who probably doesn't understand my music completely or doesn't connect with it. The goal should not be to get people to like your music. It's to find the people who will like your music. My friend Matt, he plays extreme avant-garde music. And I remember one day I was, I played a show and I was using a reverb pedal, right? And I guess I was playing chords and I still had the reverb pedal on. And that's kind of like the wrong thing to do because if you do that, then your chords are just going to get all washed out and blah, blah, blah. And so I didn't really notice that at first. And then he told me after the show, he's like, yeah, you got to watch that reverb pedal because that's making that part of the song not sound good. And I know that's not what you're going for. So to me, that's good advice. That's something that's going to help you refine your music or the way you present it to the world. Those influences from people who get your music and want to see your vision become clearer, to me, I think those opinions are more valid than someone saying, you know, I just don't get your music or, you know, I think you should write songs that are more like Bruno Mars or like, you know? Um, so yeah, I'm not sure if I answered the question. But. <laughs> She high. No, I'm actually not. I don't smoke. Yeah, I was in Destiny Child and they kicked me out. I'm so mad. And I was singing so good. I'm mad. I was the best singer in Destiny Child. Checking on that. Here's what I found on the web for information about. My name is Alma Horton, also known as Lady Alma. I am in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and I am a singer-songwriter, producer, character, 
Um, and actually, it's two. It's almost like three years old. Mr. V had called me and told me that uh, Louis Vega wanted me and one of his partners, William Real Soul, to work together. So he sent me the track. It was totally different from that that you hear now. But I liked what I had heard, and so I wrote that song and. I just, I'm always on some peace, peace, peace. Even though I'm such a very, you know, like, so fiery at times, I'm always wanting to fight somebody. But I also, you know, want peace, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I be fighting because I want peace. My creative process really flourishes when I'm right there in the moment. So when the producer is doing his drums and stuff, because a lot of people don't know, I play. I don't tell, well, I guess I'm telling everybody now because of this interview, but I play, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes being right there in the process helps me to hear melodies quicker, but yeah, financially, it's not always feasible to, you know, send a person to somebody to record. They usually send me the, you know, the music, and then I call up my good friend Rob Payne because he's been recording all my vocals for years now. From there, I go in and record the vocals, and then we send them. Taking the music. Well, part, let me back it up. Move your body, now stop, move your mind. Cause in this place and time, there is more than Jews out there that shine. I mean, hold it down. Stop acting the clown. Cause the things you do are causing us to frown. Well, part, let me back it up. Big and straight ahead. Get excited. Folks is acting criminal. Your actions or something should be indicted. Value minimal. Hold it down. Hold it down. Hold it down. I feel like right now, you know, I'm starting over. I feel like a newbie again, actually, because I haven't been around in almost 10 years. I feel scared. We're in an age now where everything is online and everybody is living in front of a camera and and that's scary because I don't want to be online all the time. I want to still like, I want to do shows and I've been to some shows lately and I've been very despondent with the consumer because they don't really get a chance to see the show, not through the eyes of a concert goer. They see it through the eyes of like their cameraman. So they don't really get a chance to capture the feeling of being at a show. Show, 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 show,
the experiences with my mom is what has got me to where I'm at right now. The watching her suffer, the watching my aunt suffer. I had to go before the doctors. I'm the one that had to make the decision. So that kind of grew me up a little teeny bit. Although I'm still afraid to be a, a whole adult right now because I really am now a whole adult. I don't have my mom no more. Having to become my mom's voice because she started losing her. She was with having all the illnesses that she also got dementia. It made me grow up a little bit. Life is so short. And a lot of people take it for granted. I was one that took it for granted because I was spoiled. I did not understand certain things until role reversal which has got me to where I'm at now. Like, I really don't have time for people's BS. So instead of being just like frank and hurtful at times, I'd rather withdraw. If I'm going to be in the forefront, then I'd rather speak of things that I know my mom would be speaking of. And that's peace. You want peace, you got to create it. These are things that I've learned from taking care of her. If you want respect, you have to give it. If you want love, you have to show it. All that is growth because of what I went through with my mom. I'm where I'm at now because of her. So everybody should thank her because I could, I'm serious, everybody should just thank my mom for who I am now. Carla Horton. Thank you for keeping us company. Please get home safely.